Are you struggling with all of the messages about Mother's Day and how wonderful it will be to honor mothers, but you're not even sure what motherhood means after you've lost your baby? There's no harder holiday to cope with for moms of stillborn babies than on Mother's Day. That's why I'm hosting a free support session called Coffee and Comfort on Sunday, May 12th at 11 o'clock Eastern. We'll get together for an hour before the day gets started and talk about the guilt and what-ifs that so often come after this type of loss. And I'll help you create a plan for the day that honors both you and your baby. The best part is we'll gather together with other lost moms who really get exactly how you're feeling so you won't feel alone. Together, we'll navigate Mother's Day and learn how to get through this tough holiday with ease. Save your seat at jennifersend.com slash coffee or click the link in the show notes. Hope to see you there. I would like to spend a little time recognizing their grief and discuss some things that may be helpful in helping you celebrate them this month as we do come upon Father's Day holiday. And maybe just in general, see a little bit different side of some things that they're experiencing. Welcome to the Navigating Baby Loss podcast, where we talk about what life is like after losing your baby without the guilt, shame and isolation that comes with it. I'm your host, Jennifer Sen, and I share my experience as a bereaved mom of stillborn twins and my expertise of being a life and grief coach to show you how life can be meaningful and full of possibility again. Plus, I'll introduce you to other lost parents who are making a difference. I'm glad you're here. This is episode number 48 of the Navigating Baby Loss podcast, and today it's just me. I wanted to talk to you today about fathers and their role in grief. We are beginning the month of Father's Day where we honor our fathers, the fathers of our children. And I think it's just a really great time to recognize these often sometimes overlooked people in our lives who do share in our grief. It's a, it can be really complicated. It can seem like they are grieving very differently. And I think they are, but I just really wanted to talk all about fathers, whether that's your partner, whether it's your husband, whether it's a father figure, whatever it is, I would like to spend a little time recognizing their grief and discuss some things that may be helpful in helping you celebrate them this month as we do come upon Father's Day holiday. And maybe just in general, see a little bit different side of some things that they're experiencing. I really want to share a story. If any of you have been listening to me or know anything about me, my parents had a child before me who was stillborn. She died during birth, at birth. And, um, oh my gosh, let's see, she would have been about 55, 56 years old at this point in time. And at the time, my parents were in the service. My dad was in the Air Force. My mom was working and my father had orders to go to Vietnam, to the Vietnam War. 
And after their baby died, the, the service pulled the orders and they did not have him go to Vietnam because they were unsure about my mother's mental stability, which is understandable after right after you lose a baby. So I know throughout the years that that was always a little bit of a weird feeling with him because we all know Vietnam and some of the stories that have come out from there, there was some guilt, maybe that he didn't get to, he didn't go when everyone else had to. I'm not really sure. He didn't, he wasn't, he isn't one to really talk about things like that too much. But during the time I was growing up, I, we would, I would hear him talk about it very little. My mother was very open about talking about it. He would sometimes be in the conversation, but not really add to it very much. And now fast forward to he just celebrated his 78th birthday. He is now in counseling because he's having some issues with depression. And what they've come to is that it is resulting from all of the changes in his life that happened due to the death of this, this baby, their stillborn baby. So I think it's really not an accident that this is my passion and my line of work, but it's really interesting that of all of the things that have happened in his lifetime, good and bad, the thing that really is at the root of this depression that he's experiencing is because of his stillborn baby 56 years ago. So I just think it really shows us that men also need to process their grief. And because of his unprocessed grief, here he is nearing the end of his life wondering how things would have been different, how, how drastically different his life would be had that baby lived. So I think it's just really something to think about, something to encourage the men in our lives or the fathers or whoever is on the other side of this baby loss with us to really be willing to process their grief too, and for us to help them with it. I think with Father's Day coming up, it's definitely a time to open up some communication for us to to allow some some conversation about it, to check in with them, to see how it is that they are doing in the midst of this loss. As I'm saying this, I'm realizing what I should have done is had my husband on on this interview and to do some interviewing with him. So maybe stay tuned. Maybe there's going to be a part two to this because He's out of town for work right now, but maybe when he gets home, I will do a little bonus episode of this topic because I think he would have some really great insight. If you have any questions that you would like me to ask him, I would love for you to find me on Instagram, send me a message, and I will 
ask him some questions and get some insight to the father's side of loss directly from my husband and the transformation that he has seen me go through throughout um, all of this experience from day one. So first thing I think is I get asked a lot of questions from women about how to help their husband, how to help the father of the baby. And the first thing I want to say about that is I always let them know to acknowledge the loss, like acknowledge that they're, they've had as much of a loss as we have. I think it's very common for people to look to the woman and give her all of the attention and all of the sympathy because it happened in our bodies essentially. And then you have a, you typically you have a man who is trying to be strong for us. So they're really not acknowledging any of their own grief because they, number one, don't want to upset us or they just don't want the attention on them. Typically, they just don't want the attention on them. So they end up skipping over any acknowledgement of the grief that they're feeling, the loss that they've suffered also, their their loss, what I've found out is lots of times their loss feels different than us because they are mourning the loss of their daddy's little princess or their little baseball player or whatever it is that they envision. Lots of times they envision a little bit older child than than the mother does when they're thinking about the things that they lost, really acknowledging if you're able to have a conversation to acknowledge what they also lost. And even something that maybe sounds like I know that this is something that happened to me, happened to my body, but I am very, I am very aware that this was also a huge loss for you. Even just saying something like that could really open up a whole lot of communication. So I think acknowledging it verbally is really important. Letting him know that you understand that he is grieving, letting him know that you recognize the loss that he is suffering. And maybe because it's Father's Day coming up there, maybe there is a gift Maybe there's something you are able to gift him with. Everyone's different, of course. Maybe it's a card. Maybe maybe it's some sort of flowers or plant. Um, I've seen a lot of jewelry. There's like necklace charms. I saw one the other day that I, I really liked too that was like a leather, men's leather braided bracelet. And it had a little metal tag on it with with, that you could put the baby's name on it. Maybe, maybe it's a tattoo. I don't know. Everybody, everybody has their different things that might be meaningful to them. Whether it's your first Father's Day without your baby or your 15th Father's Day without your baby, you can always acknowledge it. I think it's always okay to acknowledge it have a gift for them because we know that we are mothers no matter what. 
and they are fathers just the same. So I think acknowledging that for them, letting them know that their grief is okay and that it's valid is really, really meaningful. Another thing would be to provide support to them, listen to them, engage in conversation. I'll link it in the show notes, but I have a free resource that is called the Communication Cheat Sheet. What it is, is basically a, there's in there is a list of questions that you can ask your partner to open up some conversation because lots of times they're not going to be the ones to bring it up. Lots of times they're going to steer away from those kinds of conversations because they either don't want to get emotional, they don't want to make you emotional, it's easier to put it aside. But it's not. As we know, as I know firsthand, it can take a lifelong toll on you. And it's still there. Just like our grief grief is still there, it's still there for them. So definitely offer to listen Um, engage them in conversation. And some of my um, conversation starters are asking them, what what is the thing that you're going to miss the most about having this baby? What What was the thing you were looking forward to the most about having a new baby or having a child? And just listen. And then just listen. That's so, so important. And being willing to have those conversations means so, so much. If you didn't want to do a gift or something, you could also make a donation to some sort of charity. You can do something that honors fathers that that would be meaningful to the father or your partner, your husband, whoever. Um, that's something that would be very meaningful to the father, make a donation or do some sort of volunteer thing in honor of your baby. I actually just went to a child loss symposium and there was about 80 children who were represented in this gathering in, in my city. And, um, it was really amazing because there were not a lot of men there. There were mostly the the moms, but not a lot of men. I would say probably less than half, um, less than half of the parents attending were men. So it's really, I think it is something that is definitely not natural. I think for women, we're much more likely to try to find someone to talk about it to, or we have close girlfriends or we have sisters maybe, or somebody that we can talk about things to. And men, that whole relationship is a lot, lot harder. I want you to be willing to reach out. I want, I would love to encourage you to reach out to a father that you know that might be grieving and offer your support, offer to listen offer to hear what their experience was of their baby. My husband has a very different story of what took place that day than I do. He got stuck with doing a lot of the phone calling and the telling and the standing strong and taking care of business part of the whole thing. 
for many days in order to support me. He found comfort in that in his own way. That was his comfort was helping me through it and being my support. But who was comforting him? I can't imagine how valuable it would be to be able to return that favor to someone who had been there for you and had seen you through this experience. The ideal place to get to in this whole thing would be for you both to acknowledge the loss, acknowledge who's missing, what is missing, what you're missing out on, and do it together, which I I do think is where we're at at this point in time. I will admit most of the time it's me that is the reminder of like, oh gosh, today they would have been this old or today they would have been graduating from sixth grade or whatever it is. Or I wonder what colleges they would have been choosing. And it, it is typically me that brings those things up, but he definitely indulges in those thoughts with me. He definitely will chime in with a couple ideas and that's so helpful. I think it's helpful for him and it's helpful for me because I do think relationships suffer when you have a loss because of this, because of the difference in the grief, the difference in how, because of the way it takes place, because it happens to your body they are, they do kind of take the back seat and they are the forgotten ones. If you don't acknowledge that they also are grieving, it can really start to cause some resentment. So acknowledge it, acknowledge that they are a father, whether they have any other children or not. Acknowledge that they, It's okay for them to grieve. It's okay for them to cry and grieve openly. And it's okay for them to honor their child's memory and that you will honor them as the father. There's a page on Instagram that I follow that I I love them. They're called the Sad Dads Club. I'll link them in my in my show notes too. And they're really great to follow. They sometimes have interviews on Instagram um, of different fathers that they interview. It's great to to really have that father's perspective and listen to the things that they think of and talk about because it's different than women. Some we're we're so used to how we think of things and and our own grief that sometimes we forget that this is definitely something that um, that they are grieving too. So I will link my friends Sad Dads Club in, in the show notes. And um, they're just really down to earth, normal guys who are three friends. And they all had stillborn babies within a very short time of each other. So they talk a lot about their journey through it and um, what they are doing to create awareness and help each other as they help others. So it's really great. I did have statistics too. 
because I love a good statistic. And here's something that's never talked about. And again, going back to what my father's challenge is right now, is that fathers have close to a five-fold risk of anxiety two months after a stillbirth compared to fathers who've had a live birth. So of all the fathers, stillbirths and live births, the fathers that had stillbirths are five times more likely to have anxiety. So that definitely affects them. Also, if the father is refusing to discuss stillbirth, it increases the mother's risk for postpartum depression and anxiety. So if for no other reason at all, in order to help each other, to help each other, help each other grieve, help each other talk through it. And I know there are some that don't want to talk about it at all. And that's normal too. But if you can get them to keep thinking about it, keep trying to open up that communication, it will be much healthier for both of you. There's really health implications that you both will be better off if you can discuss this. Acknowledge them. Acknowledge that they are a father on Father's Day. Send them a card. Buy them a gift. Think of something special to do to celebrate Father's Day. Whatever it is this month, provide support, listen, be willing to listen, ask questions, get curious, let them know that it's safe to talk about around you. Maybe make a donation, do something meaningful that helps you both remember your child and reach out reach out to some fathers that you know that have experienced stillbirth. Show them that you care. Show them that you support them. If it's a friend or a family member, let them know that you're thinking of them on Father's Day and that it, that it means a lot to you that they are still a father. And just in general, do what you can to evolve your relationship And in closing, I want to say that the whole grief difference between mothers and fathers of babies who are lost is probably one of the most challenging things that we face. And it can be very destructive if it's not dealt with properly. So I'm really urging you to figure out what the style of grief is with your partner. It's nothing that we ever thought we'd ever have to learn about one another. It's definitely nothing that was ever covered in premarital counseling or while you're dating. No one ever would have any idea of knowing what each other's grief style is. But in these circumstances, you find out really, really quickly. Keeping the communication open as much as you can. So again, I will link my free resource in the show notes for my communication cheat sheet. I will link the Sad Dads Club. I think they have some great information. And let me know what questions you would like to hear my husband answer. He doesn't know it yet, but I think he could be a great guest on a future podcast all about fathers and or husbands living with the new wife that they got the day that 
our babies were lost. So I am sending all of the fathers in any capacity so much love and admiration. And fathers of babies who are lost deserve some extra special care on Father's Day. Until next time, I am hoping that you are finding comfort as you are navigating your baby loss. I sincerely hope this episode was helpful. And if you would like to help other parents who are suffering their own stillborn loss, a great way to do that is to hit subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review, because that is the quickest way that this podcast will show up for them to find it. They and I would be so very grateful for a minute of your time. New episodes are released every week on Thursdays, and you can access all the show notes, links to this episode, and info on how to contact me on my website at jennifersend.com slash podcast. While you're there, grab some free, helpful resources. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and healing. 